Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. But this is all that anybody wants to talk about today, and that is the NFL's overtime rule. Because anytime any team loses with the current NFL rules, they complain about it. I used to complain about it. People have convinced me. I've come around to realizing it's a team game. You can play defense. You can stop them. But the NFL rule is what the NFL rule is. And it only becomes a problem come playoff time. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the RP Show. It is a Tuesday. Very, very, very big day. Get the gong out the bell. It's the Moose's birthday today. The Moose is loose. Can we bring him in? Do we want to tell them how old you are today, Darren? That's yeah. Okay. The president and CEO of DuPont. Media. If you don't want to, that's fine. I get it. Oh, I don't care. I think people would be shocked to know how young you are. You tell people on almost a weekly basis I was born in 1987. <laughs> so, well, right on. do the math. Yeah, exactly. Right on. How's your birthday? Did it get off to a good start? Got off to a great start. Had good a hot tub you. this morning, got nice. coffee. Bob's your uncle. Played a little guitar. Life's good. It's going to be fun. Any big plans today for your Uh, birthday? We might go to the zoo. Oh, that would be good. Yeah. Hey, did you know that Regina's getting a zoo, by the way? Did you know that? I did not. They're putting a fence around Moose Jaw. (laughs) Bingo! I didn't know I was going to get a comedy show for my birthday, too. Calgary's getting a zoo. Oh, they have a zoo. Edmonton's getting a zoo. They're putting a fence around Red Deer. Uh, Yeah, we're, we're feeling punchy and good to go. I was... So out of it when I woke up this morning, and I couldn't figure out why. It took me a long time to get with it. Yeah. And then I realized it might have been the 10 Oreo cookies that I pounded at 3.33 a.m. when I got up. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> Anyways, it's going to be a great show today. Uh, I said, <clears throat> if you've been watching this show, this is the 682nd episode of Daytime Sports Talk here at the Rod Peterson Show. I said way back at the start. I used to lay in bed at night and worry about what we were going to talk about the next day. And I realized very quickly, don't do that, Rod, because when you wake up in the morning, everything's going to change. And I've got all, I got a, all these chicken scratches all over my notepad here with regards to last night's NHL games, a lot of cool CFL news, a female hired as assistant GM of the Vancouver Canucks, uh, NFL stuff, and all of a sudden, boom, this drops. Breaking news today, Canada is turning to a mix of youthful exuberance and battle-scarred experience in its quest for Olympic men's hockey gold minus the country's NHL stars. It was leaked first this morning, and I appreciate somebody at the Grey Eagle sent me the roster, and I think they sent you the Grey Eagle Resort and Casino. Clearly very connected guy. I'm not sure I want to out him, but he sent us the roster. So we had a first thing this morning. I'm like, that's all I want to talk about. I think that's all anybody wants to talk about. It is Canada, after all. Uh, Clark said that he's got the roster. He does. Do you want to throw it up? 
there you go. And this is obviously in no particular order. This is a different-looking roster than what I have in terms of format. Um, Adam Cracknell, former Kootenai Ice, correct? Yeah. Sure he is. That's right. Uh, David, I mean, we know most of these guys, if we not do. personally. David Desjardins, Daniel Carr, Landon Ferrero, uh, Ray's kid. Yep. Like Razor needed any more reason to watch, right? No kidding. Um, Adam Tambellini. What is this? The NHL Suns team? I know. And Adam was a really big uh, Calgary hitman. That's when I started to get, on, or he got on my radar. Love Adam Tambellini. He's a good player. Daniel Winnick. Mason McTavish, which is cool from the World Junior team. Uh, Owen Power, same deal. As I'm looking at the defense here, Brandon Gormley. Matt Robinson. Mark Barbario, Maxime Nero. So it's not a who's who, per se. Uh, the goalies, Devin Levi, who backstopped Canada last year at the World Juniors, or I guess two years ago. Edward Pasquale, Matt Tompkins. And I do want to say Jordan Wheel, our close personal friend, Jordan Wheel, whom I nicknamed Gordon Wheel. And there's a funny story behind that. Uh, Regina Pat's great. And I remember he, he's, when he was 16 years old playing at the Saddle Dome here. Yeah. Uh, with the Pats. Don Ritchie, you just met him the other night, the public address announcer of yeah. the Flames that night. Or we actually was doing the Hitman that night. He's like, Pat's goal scored by number 19, Gordon Wheel. <laughs> From that point on, he became Gordon Wheel uh, to me and all of his teammates. Anyways, he's on the Olympic roster. So to be honest, this to me is a more eclectic uh, group than the last, the South Korea team in terms of reasons to watch you know what i'm saying we would have watched anyways but we know these some of these guys yeah you know and i think that's a big part of it having that name value name recognition right yeah so there's some people to watch people to follow that we know i mean eric stahl is probably the most recognizable name on the list um because he's he's been at olympics with nhlers um you know in 2010 i think and um we was was he on the o2 team i don't know if it was oh, that long ago, but anyways um it'll be fun good group uh yeah so that came down this morning so that's the breaking news and uh, feel free to debate and coming up on the program today peter labardius uh iconic calgary broadcaster i just thought of him as our good friend <laughs> but every, uh, we've been here long enough everybody's saying he's an icon in calgary yeah i should have known he's been on the air here a long time and he's highly talented lou's gonna join us right here at gray eagle mike richards of saga 960 Radio Mississauga is going to be with us. He doesn't need any introduction. And our good friend Sheldon Lachambe of Grey Eagle Resort and Casino is going to be with us as well. So that's coming up. Can you hit the quick six show horn, please? If it is, in fact, you that does that. Um, number one, uh, and I'll get to your comments. <laughs> I'll get to your comments in a moment, everybody. Just hold on to your bingo cards for a second. Two hours might not be enough today. We'll start with the NHL from, two, uh, from Monday. Matthew Kachuk recorded a career-high five assists while linemate Johnny Goudreau had a goal and three assists as the Calgary Flames defeated the St. Louis Blues 7-1 in the Saddle Dome. Playing on his off wing this season with Goudreau on the left side and Elias Lindholm at center, Daryl Sutter says that move has opened up more opportunities for Matthew. Nikita Zadorov, Chris Tanev, Elias Lindholm, Sean Monahan, Blake Coleman, and Adam Ruzika also scored for Calgary, which won for the second time in seven games. The Flames now head out on a two-game road trip that starts in Columbus on Wednesday and ends Thursday in St. Louis. Uh, I wrote some notes down. It was... I'm not, I'm not joking. I know I tend to exaggerate. In this case, I'm not. 
it might have been the most lopsided hockey game I've ever seen, and for sure, NHL game. The shots ended there in 48-21 for Calgary, and you were there. But after two periods, it was 35-9 for the Flames. Yeah. And, uh, by the way, on the Kachuk thing and his five assists, one off the Flames fan franchise record held by Guy Schwannard and Gary Souter. Um, I had tweeted that Jacob Markstrom is earning his $6 million. He's showing you what a $6 million, uh, what that looks like and why he's paid. But then he never had a, hit two shots in the second period. Yeah. So I just will say this. The Blues came out guns a-blazing. They got great shooters now. Bozak, Schenner, Kairou. Tarasenko, Barbashev, they got a good team. Yeah. And early on, Jacob Markstrom put up a, the plywood, and that allowed his team to roll after that, and it wasn't much of a game. Miko Koskinen's not capable of doing what Jacob Markstrom did last night. He's scoring, he's allowing two or three goals in the first period, and the game's over for the Oilers. That's my take. Yeah. And, uh, but I really enjoyed the game, and way to go, Calgary. You know, I thought the Calgary Flames played pretty good. I was really ha I, you know, impressed by Elias Lindholm's game last night. Yep. But the biggest thing that impressed me for the Flames last night, and the biggest reason why I think they have a chance to succeed, I think, is their back end. I thought Rasmus Anderson played really strong. Chris Tanev, I mean, he had a goal. Yep. But I thought their D was really active, jumping up, helping create a lot of offense. And especially when you look at, you know, Goudreau and some undersized forwards up front, when you can get the back end contributing offensively like they did last night, they're going to be really hard to stop. So I, I really like that mix from the, from the D. Uh, tell your friends that we're live, by the way, everybody, on Game Plus Television right now and also YouTube Live. So moving on, let me just say this. What did you think about the tweet from the Flames that's getting, it's going viral, as they say. After the game last night, we see why the Blues wanted to get out of Canada quickly. Ooh. I like you it. You heard about that, didn't you? Yeah. Cheeky. Cheeky. I, I like it. What does Rick Regan, Rick Regan say? Spicy. 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 <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hot take. So they got to go in there and fa face the Blues later this week. So if the Blues have a problem with it, do your talking on the ice. Yeah. Um, that's what makes this sports fun, right? Uh, elsewhere, Keith Yandel tied the NHL record for consecutive games played with 964. And the Philadelphia Flyers tied a franchise record with their 12th straight winless game, losing 3-1 to the Dallas Stars. In Denver, Nazem Kadri and Miko Ranton and scored. Pavel Frankuz made 23 saves for his third career shutout. And Colorado blank Chicago 2-0 to extend its franchise record home winning streak to 16 games. That tied the 1976 Boston Bruins for the fifth longest home winning streak in NHL history. I brought that up for our older uh, viewers who are watching on Game Plus television across the land. In New York, Adam Fox scored the deciding goal in the sixth round of a shootout, and the Rangers beat the Kings 3-2 in a rematch of the 2014 Stanley Cup Final. In Washington, Robin Leonard made 34 saves for his first shutout of the season, backstopping Vegas to a 1-0 victory over Washington. Apparently, Ovi... Blasted a slap shot off Leonard's noggin, and it broke his mask. I got a notification from one of the networks that that happened. I'm shocked it doesn't happen every night. Right. This is news? I know. But see, 120 mile an hour slap shot. Doesn't happen that often, I guess. You wonder why anybody wants to be a goalie. Um, in Boston, Troy Terry scored his team leading 23rd goal. Ryan Getzlaff had a goal and set up another, and Anaheim cooled off Boston 5 3, and we stop our tour. In St. Paul, Minnesota, where Connor Dewar got his first career goal and added an assist 
when Nico Sturm scored 22 seconds later, helping Minnesota match its franchise record for goals in a game, spanking the Montreal Canadiens 8-2. Sorry, Habs fans. I hope you enjoyed that run last year. That's our NHL one-timers, and I see that it's 11-11 central time to our friends, so eh, the opportunity portal is opening. All I can say is pay attention to what you're thinking at this moment. Moving on to the Canadian Football League. This has me uh, juiced up. The Edmonton Elks have named Victor Kui as the CFL club's new president and chief executive officer. Kui, who was born and raised in Edmonton, co-founded the Singapore-based One Championship Mixed Martial Arts promotion, which made its debut in 2011 and now broadcast to over 150 countries and is currently valued at U.S. $1 billion. He previously worked as a senior executive at ESPN Star Sports and the PGA Tour. The storied CFL franchise was tied for the league's worst record at 3-11 and and lost all seven of its home games at Commonwealth Stadium this year. Uh, Victor Quee checks a lot of boxes to me, chief among them. He's from Edmonton. From what I understand, they really wanted a local. I read an article on him. I told you this this morning at Canadian Business Journal. And you know what he said, Darren? Successful business is about relationships. No way. Smart guy. No. It kidding. seems elementary, doesn't it? Right. Well, to you and I, <laughs> most people don't understand that. Victor Kui immediately seems to get it. I almost wonder, I guess he wants to come home. I don't know. Yeah. You know, it'll be interesting to get him on the program. Yes. Talk about the motivations behind this. You know, when you've created something valued at a billion dollars, you've, you've had these stops, whether it's the PGA Tour or another high profile locations. The Edmonton Elks is great for the resume. Maybe, yeah, maybe home is something, a place he wants to have some impact. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> Just sit back and enjoy. Everybody's jumping in to the comments. Just sit back and enjoy, okay? We're just getting, go- We're just getting comfy. We're just getting going here. Yeah. Roxanne from Rockstar Supply Chain Solutions. Stopping on our delivery to wish Darren a happy birthday. Have a great day. Thanks, Roxanne. Thank you. Wayne in Victoria, B.C. writes in, Did I miss Mike Raleigh's retirement? No, it happened yesterday. Ba-dum-bum. We're getting to it. Just sit back and enjoy. Just... I'll never forget Matthew Barnaby. Just chill. I would see Barney's face when I say that. Just chill. Uh, out in Vancouver... The Canucks have hired former player agent Emily Cassongay to be assistant general manager. She's the first female assistant GM in Canucks history. Jim Rutherford, Vancouver's president of hockey operations and interim GM, said in a statement that Castongay will play a lead role in player contracts and negotiations and managing the CBA. Castongay comes to the Canucks from Momentum Hockey, where she became the first female NHLPA certified agent in Canada in 2016. I, um... Did some reading up on her. I understand she's from Vancouver. Here's my first two thoughts. Just win. I don't think the Vancouver Canucks are making a statement by saying this is the first female assistant GM the Canucks have ever. I think they hired the best candidate. So just win. Do you know what I'm saying? I don't think they're, I don't think they didn't sound like they're trying to make a statement here. And what's interesting is Ken Hughes, Montreal Canadiens new GM named last week, was an agent, is an agent, licensed agent. Emily Castongay, licensed agent, certified. 
here we go with a trend and fads, right? Which is cool. I get it. Yeah. But it's so now they got agents doing contract negotiation on their side, right? It makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense. Well, when you know the relationship, you know what the other side is thinking and exactly. feeling and what buttons to press. You know, maybe we've, we've uh, you know, started a trend in, in sports. That's my take. Two points on Emily Castangay being hired. Uh, number one, just win. And number two, it looks to be a trend now, for sure in the NHL. Maybe it'll happen across all other leagues of having agents cross the floor. Yes. Very interesting. Now to the Michael Riley news, which we'll carry over into our second segment. BC Lions quarterback Michael Riley has announced his retirement after 11 seasons and two great cup titles. Riley first joined the Lions in 2010, playing three seasons there before departing for Edmonton for six more. He then returned to BC in 2019. The 36-year-old won great cup titles with the Lions in 2011 and Edmonton 2015. Pay attention to what I'm saying here, because there will be a test. He was named the Grey Cup MVP in 2015 and the league's outstanding player in 2017 when he passed for 5,830 yards and 30 touchdowns. The question, the poll question today for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center is, does Mike Riley belong in the Canadian Football Hall of Fame? And we've tweeted that. The vast majority of people saying, yes, he does. But I've seen a lot of people responding by saying, well, of course he does. Who would say no? Upon review, the bar has always been, as far as I know, to get into the Canadian Football Hall of Fame, two Grey Cup wins as a starter, a la Dave Dickinson, a la Henry Burris. Mike Riley's first Grey Cup, he was a backup. He watched from the sidelines when Travis Lule was leading the Lions to that win over Winnipeg. Don't at me. Or hashtag change my mind. I'm not so sure Michael Riley deserves an induction into the Canadian Football Hall of Fame. We'll kick that around with the Moose. Get his take and yours, and I'm not even through. We haven't even got to the NFL yet, Moose. It is a Tuesday. We're live at Gray Eagle Resort and Casino. Calgary's entertainment destination. You're watching on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Live from Alberta and specifically the Great Eagle Resort and Casino, it is the RP Show on Game Plus TV Network, YouTube Live. Hey, by the way, the master of redneck comedy, Jeff Foxworthy, will be live at the Gray Eagle Event Center Saturday, May 28th. Actor, writer, producer, and former host of Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader? Jeff Foxworthy's hilarious show can't be missed right here, right over my shoulder at the Gray Eagle Event Center. Tickets available at ticketmaster.ca. And I just have to throw this in. Uh, the buffet yesterday at lunch was ridiculous. If you're missing a buffet, because I didn't even know they existed anymore, come on down to Gray Eagle. It's not hard to find. Just off Glenmore Trail here. A stone's throw from Mount Royal University, my alma mater. Yep. Yesterday, sweet potatoes, steamed vegetables. This is just my plate. Pan-seared pork dumpling. What else did I say? For a Alberta beef. No, it's triple A. Maybe prime. And um, country-style stew. And I said to them, what 
What's the secret? Why is this so amazing? It's at least as good as my mom's. And I thought that was the best ever. You know what they said? Did you hear what they said? Yeah. Baked potato. I know. The pieces. Like, Baked potato chopped up. in this, And they're big pieces of potato. Huge. Oh, and the gravy. It's Alberta. Everything's bigger in Alberta. That's right. Thanks. Buffet every single day here. Maybe that's why I woke up feeling <laughs> out of it. No, it was the 10 Oreos in the middle of the night. Yes. Uh, Trent in Norway. Trent, I, I, my Norwegian flag's in my hotel room, so I apologize. Keep writing in by tomorrow. I'll, I'll bring it down here. Trent in Norway watching. He says, happy birthday, Darren. Have Thank the you. flames turned the corner? Has Canada a chance for hockey gold in Beijing? Time will tell. Congratulations to Mr. Riley for a great career. Stay well. That from Trent over in Norway. So he throws a lot of questions out there. He says, has the Flames turned the corner? Well, they've won two in a row after losing, was it four in a row or five in a row? Folks, we're not even at the halfway point of the NHL season. And I look at this Jets team that's sixth in the central. Flames are going to be fine. We saw it last night. They, slapped, they had their way with the St. Louis Blues. They've got one of the best goalies in the league. The Flames will be in the playoffs. The second half for me is all about fine-tuning, really. The Winnipeg Jets are sixth in the Central Division, and tonight they have the Florida Panthers. So if I, if I can just skip ahead, the featured game for me tonight is the Florida Panthers at the Winnipeg Jets. And I think we're going to have a chance to watch it. Like last week, I was saying, we need to find a place to watch these games. They all seem to be on in the sports bar here. All of them. They must have center ice here. I never asked. No, they do. I've seen them skip through it. They have center ice, and hockey takes precedent. Um, so that's awesome. They're flames first. Yep. And the sound's always on. It's on three massive TVs. It's great. That I meant to say this yesterday. Um, Brad, the director of marketing here. Yes. He said to me that he never had heard of this show. He'd never heard of me. It was the other night at the sports bar as he was wearing his Flames Kachuk jersey, putting the game up on the big screen. He goes, I watch your show every day now. It's amazing. I love your topics. So, how about that? How about that? That's why we're here. Thank you, Brad. And everybody's been great. Um, the debate's raging on the Michael Riley into the Canadian Football Hall of Fame. Does he deserve to be in? Yes or no? Last I saw for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center, the whopping majority of people said that yes, he should be in. <clears throat> I don't have a vote. I'm willing to sit back and listen. You did a little uh, research on this. So where do you stand on Michael Riley into the Canadian Football Hall of Fame? Well, I'm with the voters originally. You know, and I think Mike Riley's a Hall of Famer. He's the best quarterback you know, are one of the best quarterbacks of this generation. I mean, consistently near the top of the league, always a threat. But as you said, it takes two great cups as a starter. And I'm like, you know, and I know you hate this, but, you know, I started looking. I'm like, it does. All these guys have multiple great cups that are in the Hall of Fame. And as a starter. Now, Mike's got two, as you mentioned, but only one of them was as a starter. Maybe it's not enough. You know, the, the Hall of Fame's got to be special. Mike Riley is a very great player. He's one of the best we've seen. Is he a Hall of Famer? That's a great question because Thank he, you. he'd be the first one that doesn't have multiple great cups as a starter. As far as I can tell, he'd be the first one.
uh, 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 uh. So I wonder about the rest of his body of work. Was it enough to overcome that? I don't know. Darren in Salt Lake City watching says, does this now put BC in the race for Jeremiah Masoli or would they prefer Trevor Harris? I guess somewhere I saw, again, notifications are a key thing in my life. A notification came down on my phone that the BC Lions have named Nathan Rourke their starting quarterback for next season. He'll be a sophomore. He's the Canadian second-round pick out of Ohio. Mississauga kid. Uh, hey, it's going to be an open competition in training camp, but I would think that Trevor Harris and Jeremiah Masoli are just kind of smiling because all of a sudden there's some options if you're a CFL free agent quarterback that you can leverage off each other. Who knows? But I'm going to move on because David Boyce is watching on YouTube. He says the NFL playoffs are really something, and we need to talk about that. A couple think I'm only halfway through the quick six show topics here. Uh, just a quick one on the NFL overtime rules. No, uh, People aren't done with that discussion, right? No, they're not. I don't know if you saw Andy Reid addressed it on Monday. The coach of the Chiefs, who won the game in overtime, said it doesn't really seem fair that we decide a game without both offenses having been on the field and both defenses. Andy said that, and he won the game. Yeah. Um, by the way, the record since this format's been instituted in the NFL playoffs, both regular season and playoffs, the team that, drive, that gets the ball, that wins the toss, basically, is, is 88, 65, and 10. It's a pretty whopping winning percentage, wouldn't you say? 88, 65, and 10. If you win the coin toss and drive the ball. It's not a slam dunk, though. 88 and 65. It's not a slam dunk. So you're eight, saying it's not automatic. 8 and 6, right? Um, it's not automatic. I mean, if it was, if it was more like 10 to 1 or 8 to 2 or even 7 to 3, you know, I'd be like, okay, you know, it's pretty much over. But at, you know, 8 to 6 odds, it's not that crazy. You know, that's, um, but it's still a debate. It's going to rage on. It's going to go to the general man manager's meetings. It's going to go to ownership. It's going to go through all the powers that be, and they're going to talk about this at length. They've already started, and it'll continue through the offseason. Um, YouTube viewer Jeff in the zone says, today is the MLB Hall of Fame announcement. To that I say, cool. Like, were we aware that Major League Baseball is in a lockout? Has it affected anybody's life around in our sphere? Right. Nobody's. So I say, MLB, you do you. In the meantime, the NFL's playing, the NHL's playing. That's LFG. So point five. LFG. My, co my cousin, Sammy Kennedy, who's actually my dad's first cousin, but that would make him my second cousin? Yeah. Sammy wrote me on Facebook and said, uh, who you like, who you cheering for now in the NFL playoffs, Rod? And I thought about it for 2.3 seconds. It's the LA Rams. So the uh, point five and six are the conference championships this Sunday. It's only Tuesday. We got all week to talk about it, but Bengals at Chiefs. The uh, line remains the same from our exclusive betting partner, betregal.ca. I'm not sure if you want to jump on it now or not, but the Chiefs are favored by seven at home. It's the early game in the AFC Championship on Sunday and in the NFC Championship game at SoFi Stadium in Los Angeles. The Rams home to the San Francisco 49ers. The Rams are favored 
by 3.5. I'm not even ready and willing to play deal or no deal yet. We'll probably right. do that tomorrow. But I want to cheer for the Rams. Uh, we're going to the Super Bowl. We're going to be there Super Bowl week. And I just think it would be pretty exciting to have the home team in the Super Bowl a la last year. Whoever thought it would ever happen. It never happened till Tom Edward Brady showed up in Tampa Bay. And he makes the impossible possible. And the Rams aren't there yet. Right. But that's the story that I'd like to see. And they look good. And can I just throw one more at you? Jimmy Garoppolo has not thrown a touchdown pass in these playoffs. So I think 3.5 for me is an easy one to jump on. That's what I, I, I'll go along with that. I will. I think the Rams are that story too, you know, to go to LA to try and bring a, a winning team. They've been to the Super Bowl, lost. So yeah, it would be good to see the Rams win. I know uh, the 49ers went there and lost too, right? So to Baltimore. So that's also a good story. I mean, Kansas City's won, so we're okay if they don't win, I think, as a society. I think the Bengals would be a cool story, but they're overmatched, it feels like. I mean, you can never count them out because they've got a great quarterback and they've got some weapons. So there's always a chance. But I think the storyline would be the team of the, that comes out of the NFC. And, yeah, I'm with you. I, th I hope it's L.A. Clay Bombing watching in Brandon, Manitoba. Says, congrats to the Elks for hiring Victor Kui. As the team president, I would say this, Clay, go back, hit rewind on your YouTube feed. We discussed that at length back in the warm-up. Uh, Moose, I'll let you adjourn. Okay. Cool? Yep. And uh, see you back here for hour two. Hang on. Before we break, I'm going to get to a sports update here. And then we will bring in the peerless Mike Richards from Saga 960 Radio in Mississauga, Ontario. <sighs> The world's most famous national men's curling championship will be making a return to London, Ontario, the 2023. Tim Horton's Briar will be played March 3rd to the 12th in downtown London, Ontario. It was announced by Curling Canada. London last hosted the Tim Horton's Briar in 2011 when Manitoba's Jeff Stoughton and his team from Winnipeg hoisted the Briar tankard after defeating home province hopeful team Glenn Howard in the gold medal game. Meanwhile, the Winnipeg Ice... And the CHL congratulate goalie Daniel Hauser on setting a new CHL record for games started in a career without a regulation loss. Dating back to March 15, 2021, Hauser went 20-0-2 before suffering his first regulation loss. It was in Saskatoon on Saturday night. Scotty Olson of the Brandon Wheat Kings previously held the dub record going back to 1979. Moose, how about that? The OHL record is held by Alex Nedeljevic, who won 11 straight games with the Plymouth Whalers back in 2013. He's with Detroit now. And in 1973, Maurice Barrett of the Quebec Rempire won his opening 19 games, a mark that still stands in the queue. So way to go, Daniel Hauser, as we are on Team Goalie. Uh, right, charter members of the Goalie Union here. Way to go. This sports update for Baldur's Rec Room. Check out our brand new line of games. For the Tab Brewhouse and drive through Liquor Store and for Red Bull Canada, Red Bull gives you wings. Peter Labardi is coming up live in hour two right here at Grey Eagle Resort and Casino. After this break, Mike Richards. It is daytime sports talk coming to you from Calgary's entertainment destination, Grey Eagle Resort and Casino on Game Plus Television, YouTube Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now.
you gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. RP show continues from lovely Alberta. Coming up on Taco Time Viewer Takeover, that's next segment. I just wanted to point out that every Tuesday is Taco Tuesday for only $2 each. Do you order hard or soft shell tacos, beef or veggie? Again, Taco Tuesday, $2 today. Who knew that Calgary was the mecca of Taco Time? I'm guessing that Mike Richards knows that. Let's bring him in from Saga 960. And the more time I spend here in Calgary, Mike, I really, really, really question why you ever left. You're the king of this town. I think you could have stayed here to the end of your life. I guess when opportunity knocks, you open the door. But holy smokes, man, what a great town. You must have had the best time here of your life. Oh, without a doubt. And, and still, you know, <laughs> their question bloom. What the hell was I thinking? It, it was a, a circumstance not unlike, see that catch over with the goalie union? They still have the goalie card. Yeah. You see that catch? Um, the, the weird thing is, and, and people do ask that all the time. I mean, it's the most common one. Why, why would you leave? Well, number one, my family wasn't with me at the time. And I had to, you know, it's kind of tough always living on your own. I could have done it. Maybe they liked it that way. Uh, the other thing, and this is the, the weirdest thing of all, if I hadn't a left, and, and let's say I chose going to the fan, which was what was supposed to happen in Toronto, the fan in Toronto, fan 590, then, then I would have died of cancer. I, I wouldn't have made it because I know damn well that I wasn't going to a doctor in Calgary. It wasn't until I met my buddy at TSN, Tony Luchasano, Luch, my life filled full of Italians. If Luch didn't push me to go to the doctor that I saw, I wouldn't have got checked. I was stage three at that point, didn't know. And so quite honestly, if I stay, I die. And, and it is just weird to put it that way, but that's the God's honest truth. Um, Hey, everything now. happens for a reason, Mike. But I just got to say, they still talk about you every day. So I hope that at least here. So I hope that at least feels good, Mike. It must. Well, well, I, my contact with uh, Calgary is constant. As a matter of fact, you know, people say, hey, you're in my hood. No, uh, you're Roger actually in my neighborhood. If you go one street over to 69, which is Discovery Ridge, I still have my house there. I never sold it. I never, I, in some ways, I, I, ne I never moved. My heart certainly didn't. So if you want to sleep in my bed tonight, go ahead, sleep in my bed. I'm that kind of friend. That? You can sleep. Yeah. Yeah. How about that? <laughs> I may take you up on that. Yeah, so I just wanted to, I wanted to pass that along. And the fans don't know, like I'm sitting here with a Stampeders mug on my show. Mike used to bring me in in the mornings for an hour on his morning show to stir up the Stamps Riders thing, and right, we would duke it out WWE style and then go to a commercial and laugh. I don't know, man. Those were the days. They were the days. Um, and, and look, the way that radio works, uh, which, in, and I also, maybe I should put it this way, the caveat being sports radio works. They are lost. They've lost their way. They've given the keys to the car, essentially, for people who don't know what they're driving and they've murdered it. The people will say that sports radio died. Sports radio didn't die. It was murdered because these people have no idea, no clue on how the format works, who to hire, how to make money at it. I mean, that's the bottom line for these people. I mean, basically most of the companies are soulless. 
But there's one thing that they do get excited about, and that's about money. That's about checks. And it is possible. I mean, you've proved that you're doing it on your own right now. You have figured a way to do a good show, actually be, uh, uh, you know, you travel, you go on remote, you go on locations, you have an audience that continues to get bigger. Why is that? It's because you know what you're doing. You were given the keys to a car that wasn't built yet. You made it and you drive it. Uh, what's disgusting is that you have these massive corporations who are just a bunch of dummies and they, they refuse to, to acknowledge that maybe they need a little help. Would I go back to Calgary? Yeah. If someone picked up the phone and said, you know, would you come back to Calgary? It's, it, it became my hometown. It is my hometown. It is my hometown. And so uh, to sit there and, uh, you know, pretend somehow that, uh, that it was a great move for me. Yeah, TSN comes calling. It was a gazillion times the money that I was making in Calgary. So that's obviously, it's like, it's like Gretzky leaving Edmonton in some ways. You're going where the cash is. But that's not to say that somehow that my heart, my allegiance, and my mind and soul never left Calgary because it probably never did and, and still hasn't. So uh, there are ways to fix in all these parts of the country sports radio. It still is wanted. It's still a very viable format. But until they admit that they don't know what they're doing, the people they put in charge have absolutely no clue. I mean, you go to any city. And I'm not talking about Calgary itself. I'm talking about Toronto. I'm talking about most places. And guess the, the shocking thing was in Vancouver, they started to get it right. TSN radio in Vancouver started to do a pretty good job and they killed it. And then they wiped out, they wiped out Winnipeg. Uh, Hamilton was a disaster and because it was just, just a foolish endeavor with just zero talent and zero money. But, but sports radio is viable. Sports entertainment is viable. You've proved it. It's just a shame that those in charge who could make money at it are clueless. What a great opportunity to get that off your chest. And here's my thing is the competition to that sitting there going, just keep doing what you're doing. And I'm sitting here going, there's all this opportunity out here. It's, it's going so great. I mean, you understand yeah. that, right? Yes. So I appreciate um, you, getting, you getting that off your chest. Now, there's so many roads to go down here. The Olympic men's roster for hockey announced this morning. Uh, there's that. Did you, did you have a chance to have a peek at that, Mike? Do you have a take on it? For about eight seconds. And then um, there's a new swimsuit uh, blog that I saw. So that. <laughs> okay, it's not bound for the hockey hall of fame. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I, yeah, it's, it's, it's not. It doesn't hold my attention. The, the, to me, if we're going down different roads, watching that Kansas City-Buffalo game, that has got my in fact not only does it have my attention let me just tell you something because people always talk in this country about the cfl about you know what it takes and cities and what's entertaining when the the so the numbers just came out from our good friend uh, jersey jim who I, who I have on the show often uh so the bengals titans game was 30 million the next biggest game was the 49ers and the packers but when you start looking at the size of the market so you'd assume that the rams and the bucks by the numbers it's la would have the biggest. They had 38 million. The Chiefs and the Bills, small markets, 42.74 million people. And it reminded me, quite honestly, of what the CFL games used to look like. That, that to me, that wasn't a Western final. The only thing we were missing was someone punting it out of the end zone. Like if, if they want to pay the best of seven, let me know because I'll sign up. Wasn't that something? <laughs> 
all four games going down to the last play. And it's but that was a rarity, Mike. As you know, that was the greatest weekend of NFL football of all time because last weekend the wild card games for, for, the, for the most part a blowout. Like, is this a trend, yes. or do you think they just kind of got lucky this past weekend? Well, I I think that just like here in the CFL, that COVID still has reached into the consistency of what happens in football and has really messed with it. I mean, for the most, the first half of the CFL season was almost unwatchable. And you're talking about a guy who's been going to games, well, my first game was in 1972. I've interviewed almost every coach, player, and general manager in the last 30, 35 years. It's where my heart is. But watching it, I knew that there was, you know, some, some severe issues. A lot of it had to do with just consistency and the COVID world. It still, it still has, has affected the NFL because there's no elite team this year. There's no, there's no one team that you said, well, it's theirs to lose. That's impossible because on any given Sunday, and of course that is the phrase, but the team that plays the best on that day is going to win. And then they had a scenario where at least two or three of those teams showed up and, and, I mean, they did show up. I mean, people who, who wrote off the Bengals have not been paying attention. Uh, Joe Burrow is a very good team. I mean, look, he doesn't, they don't have that full team yet. Next year, they're smart. They're smart. They'll be hosting a playoff game. But Patrick Mahomes uh, versus Josh Allen, that was destined to be a great one. Um, I think Matthew Stafford, who's waited all those years after starving to death in Detroit, finally got his chance against the great Tom Brady. I mean, there were some great storylines that past weekend that were bound to happen. And Jimmy G does nothing but, but win. And I'm, I'm not a Packers fan. And by the way, for all those people in pa the Packer world who now want to take the entire offseason and tell us every day what's happening with Aaron Rodgers, whether it's his feet, the length of his hair, uh, what magazines he likes, his favorite ice cream, just shut up. Just shut up. We had enough of it last year. I don't care about you. You know what? I don't care how great you think. Hey, if Aaron Rodgers really thinks he's great, you want you, you know if he really thinks he's good, I'll tell you where you go. The Argos. Yeah. If you're really that good, if you can make that work, then you're worth the money, pal. Uh, but the worst part is the offseason of will he or won't he compete. That I, I'm nauseated Terrible. thinking about it already. I'm so sick of that. But anyways, Mike. Love you, my man. Um, this has been wonderful. Enjoy the games, and let's do it again soon. Absolutely. Keep doing what you're doing. Uh, there's still sort of more, I think, to shake this world up a little bit because people don't like losing money. So uh, uh, th th there's money out there. There's an audience out there. I get why they love your show because it's why I love coming on. It's, it's nice to talk to someone you, who gets it and someone who's honest, and you're both those things. Thanks a lot, Matt. You too. That's two of us. Namaste. <laughs> yeah, what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Richards and uh, Mrs. Igo. We'll be right back with a Taco Time viewer takeover. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus Television Network, YouTube Live, and 24-hour sports radio <laughs> at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Experience the Rockies. We have been, and it's been a fantastic time. Agree, Eagle Resort and Casino, Calgary's entertainment destination. Jeff Foxworthy coming in May. Visit Gray Eagle's website for more details. Uh, it is viewer takeover here. I've opened the text line just now. 902-518-3033. 
for Taco Time viewer takeover. We're going to get all the CFL stuff out now because coming up in hour two, the peerless Peter Labardius will be joining us live here at Gray Eagle Resort and Casino and uh, talking a lot of NHL and dub. So our poll question today for Capital Auto Mall Universal Collision Center is... Does Michael Riley belong in the Canadian Football Hall of Fame? And over 70% of you saying, yeah, he does. As a matter of fact, most saying, why are you even asking? Yes. But Ray is watching on Game Plus Television out in Scarborough, Ontario. And he says, hey, Rod, the debate on Riley, I have never looked at Riley as a Hall of Famer. He's a very good quarterback. But Hall of Famer doesn't get my vote. And to be honest, I voted no, and I love Michael Riley. I posted this yesterday. My mom was the greatest CFL lover of all time. And we used to sit. She was the kind that watched all four games every weekend. I'm sure a lot of you people are the same. And she said, that Mike Riley is one tough SOB. You just knew she'd love if he played for the, just knew. Where was the bell? I just said, you people. Um, There you go. Thank you. I just know that she would have loved if he'd played for the Riders. Troy is watching in Cochrane, Alberta. He says, hey, Rod and Darren, what do you think the Flames should look at to add for another top nine forward? I think Tyler Toffoli would fit very nicely. And also Mike O'Reilly, 100% should be a first ballot Hall of Famer. Oh, man, I get it. I get it. I get it. They see that. Well, Lou, can you hang on till next hour and we'll put it to Lou? I just, I thought the Flames have had a really good team for a long time. Remember, they finished first in the Western Conference just a, three years ago and lost in five to Colorado in round one. I just think it is a special group. They don't need a lot. And they had their way with a very good hockey team last night, the St. Louis Blues. I wouldn't tinker with anything. If I'm Daryl Sutter and Brad Tree Living, one minute, one minute of play remaining. In hour one, Deb in Tirana, she's watching on Game Plus Television. Happy birthday, Darren. Have a great day. Moose will be back later on, I think. Probably not until overtime, but I'll pass it along, Deb. Uh, Randy in the peg. Uh, Good morning, Rod. Happy birthday, Moose. Looking forward to the Panthers-Jets game tonight. NFL overtime with this format is 10-1 and in the playoffs. Probably like this in the playoffs because playoff teams are good uh yeah jets panthers tonight is our featured game i'll be watching here at the sports bar at gray eagle come on down uh brady in saskatoon i believe michael raleigh deserves to be in the cfl hall of fame he was the staple of what it means to be cfl tough it's a great question peter labardius next hour and sheldon lasham from gray eagle stick around after this break on game plus tv Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then 
place a $5 wager on any sport, you'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands. And are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.